Hello and welcome to StarCast from Planet Waves. My name's Eric Coppolino, the host of Planet Waves FM and the author of the Planet Waves Horoscope here with you for a late-breaking edition on the 8th of January, 2022. This is actually the Friday night edition. I was busy doing Planet Waves FM, uh, which has updated to its page, and I will uh, soon update the tab on the Planet Waves site. And the monthly horoscope for January is out. That's on the monthly horoscope tab at planetwaves.net. Once again, thanks for joining me and welcome. This is a special day today uh, because we are at the midpoint of the Venus retrograde. Uh, This is a uh, time when Venus passes between the Earth and the Sun, hence creating the retrograde effect because Venus moves more quickly than the Earth. And right at the middle of that is a conjunction of Venus, the Earth, and the Sun. That's what's happening today. And uh, in fact, it is uh, within one degree right now. You've got both the Sun and uh, Venus uh, moving at a pretty good clip through the charts. Of course, it's not the Sun's movement that the chart is tracking it's the earth's movement but we display it as the sun's movement in any event uh, the sun and venus and of course the earth align at 7:47 p.m eastern standard time on saturday july 8th uh, this is taking place at 19 degrees of capricorn that is to say 18 degrees in some arc minutes in fact 1843 up uh, to be Exact. And uh, this is, I think, well, I've said a lot about Venus retrograde in many different presentations and based much of Tune In 2022, my annual readings on this uh, Venus retrograde. However, um, I have uh, kind of uh, sussed out that this particular retrograde is a kind of a review phase uh, of Pluto in Capricorn. Now, what's the relationship of Venus to Pluto? Well, uh, Venus is first of all covering a bunch of the territory where Pluto has been recently, uh, and uh, that is uh, much of late Capricorn. So we really, you know, go back a good eight to ten years of uh, review, and I think that as a culture and as people, we have yet to put together the pieces of what's been taken apart by Pluto and Capricorn. This has largely been a uh, a, a transit with a dismantling effect, um, as um, as you may know, when Pluto first entered Capricorn in two thousand eight, the whole Ponzi scheme of the uh, the the previous Great Reset. Uh, was uh, was activated, massive bank bailouts, TARP loans, and insurance companies, and all this stuff. And um, sadly, uh, not <laughs> not enough people went to jail uh, for their conduct during that. But in any event, my reading of Venus in Capricorn in this retrograde, particularly in this last full year of Pluto in Capricorn, which we are in, Pluto in Capricorn uh, begins to end in about a year when uh, Pluto first enters Aquarius in late March of 2023. So 2022 is a special year for Pluto watchers as it is the last full year of Pluto in Capricorn. 
And so that is one of the reasons I'm taking this Venus retrograde as a kind of spiritual review of all that we've learned, earned, had taken from us, had taken apart, gained all the ways in which we have grown. There's other clues, though, uh, that this is a Venus-involved thing, which is that the early stages of the retrograde process involved a conjunction of Venus and double conjunction of Venus and Pluto, one taking place on the 11th of December, one taking place on the 25th of December. And the whole uh, uh, process of the station retrograde was very close to Pluto. So there's a lot of Pluto going on uh, in this, uh, this whole cycle. Finally, when Venus makes its third conjunction uh, to Pluto after it has stationed direct, which I should have mentioned is on January 29th, uh, Venus stations direct and it starts moving back toward Pluto. It is joined by Mars and on March 3rd, a, a very big couple of days, March 2nd and March 3rd, um, is a, uh, a triple conjunction of Venus, Mars, and Pluto. So it would seem to me there's some fundamental reorganization of, uh, of, of our emotional reality. Uh, we catch up with, uh, when we have Mars entering the picture, we're, we're uh, adding a whole other dimension to what we are catching up from uh, with uh, you know the Venus retrograde. I'm, I'm describing this as a, a kind of a final review of Pluto and Capricorn. And the triple conjunction of Venus, Mars, and Pluto is saying, well, oh, by the way, it's not just Venus that's involved in this review. We've got to get Mars into the picture here as well. And therefore, what is going on with all matters of sexuality, gender, gender identity, but also the underlying evolutionary nature of sex. Now, there's a difference between the underlying evolutionary nature of sex and the next closest thing, which is some form of actual sex to what we get today in our times, which is a lot of political mumbo-jumbo and politically correct jargon about identities and flags flying, and is, is that the Boston flag flying, and what are the colors painted on the sidewalk with the LGBTQ colors and all that stuff. We get a lot of symbolic, uh, political, often legalistic, and power-oriented stuff. And that is not what Pluto, Venus, and Mars are talking about. They're talking about the actual underlying reality of how you and the people around you feel the, w the ways that you connect growth with both your personal uh, experience of being a man or a woman and the way you connect your growth with relating to other people who understand that they are a man or a woman. Okay, so uh, that's where we're at. And um, this, uh, this connection of Venus to the sun happening right now, again, exact a little bit before 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. All times in this podcast are in Eastern Time. Uh, this is an uncomfortable, hot, uh, let's say somewhat overloaded experience, right? Because it's a, 
an alignment of Venus, which is a very, very hot planet, uh, with the sun, which is the hottest thing in the solar system. Obviously, it's a fusion. It's a star burning lots and lots of uh, hydrogen in a nuclear fusion reaction that will go on for several billion more years, hopefully. Um, and so there may be a bit much here. We're, we're in a, almost a constant time of astrology that always veers into a bit much uh, or a bit too much or a bit how can I stand this intensity. Uh, and uh, that is, however, what is happening now, also in this alignment, uh, though it's not e exactly exact, but it's, uh, it, it's within two degrees, uh, there's going to be a conjunction of the Sun and Juno. That's uh, one of the more important asteroids. And my take on Juno <clears throat> is that it describes in a natal chart, and see if this works for you in you know, the kind of... Um, what we're doing here, which is mutual aspects and transits, not even using solar houses, we're just, uh, you know, we're just really using mutual aspects. Uh, but Juno uh, has a, a number of different delineations. It's normally thought of as being the asteroid of marriage, which is not exactly right. I think that it's the asteroid that describes the, um, the, the partner's well, let's see. How do I say this right? I, have, I haven't stacked my words up yet, and I'm not writing. It, it describes uh, a concept of the, uh, of the marital partner, often as described by the mother when you were a child. Okay, say this another way. Juno can describe the properties of what usually turns out to be the first marriage partner or the concept of the marriage partner as described by the native's mother. Hmm. Okay, so you have to look at your Juno and do a little work to figure out what that is about, what, what it has to say to you. The other thing Juno can represent is the bone of contention in relationships. Uh, this is a, a Martha Westcott lineation. She's uh, one of the more brilliant asteroid astrologers to ever live, in my opinion. She's uh, still around, living in Montana, and has taught me lots. And so one of her delineations of Juno is uh, the, the, the bone of contention in relationships. Finally, Juno has a very interesting uh, property that is n not written about anywhere else but Martha's work, and that is that, and I have seen this, and it took me by surprise after many years of working with Juno, when I actually saw this kind of pop out of a, of a scenario, but there's an activist advocacy quality to Juno. And so we're having a, an alignment of Sun conjunct Juno, uh, and this suggests that there is um, <clears throat> some of the quality of advocating for the cause of others in the chart for defending and protecting other people. So there's a few uh, items. This all clustered together in a very narrow band of degrees in Capricorn. One last thing regarding the Sun-Venus conjunction that's taking place right now and into tonight and tomorrow. Uh, this is taking place in the 19th degree of Capricorn. I went and looked up the Sabian symbol for the 19th, 19th degree. I'm not a Sabian symbol freak, but I do like to use them when the moment's appropriate. So whenever 
misguided, I will look it up. And what we have is a very Capricorn symbol here of a five-year-old child trying to carry groceries up the stairs. The Sabians are little scenarios. They're little visual images, kind of one-scene visual images uh, described uh, way back in the 1920s by a clairvoyant named Elsie Wheeler who uh, channeled one degree, uh, one symbol for each degree of the zodiac. And this symbol of the five-year-old child carrying grocery bags is a symbol of maturing too young. It's a, a symbol of uh, the burdens of older people being put on younger people. We certainly see uh, plenty of that right now. And it's a, uh, it's a reminder to take it easy on yourself. You who uh, was given way too much responsibility as a child, and give yourself some opportunity to live out some element of your childhood. Okay, in, in, in a creative, positive way. All right, so um, please check your monthly horoscope. That's on the tab above, uh, brand, on, on planetwaves.net. Uh, it's on the monthly horoscopes tab. Also on the front page of planetwaves.net is a new article called How Deep Is Your Fear? And finally, for those of you who are born under the sign Capricorn, uh, we are still offering the Capricorn Studio reading at the pre-order price. I'm planning to get to that project next week after I've had uh, a day or a day and a half this weekend to catch my breath uh, after a very intense week writing the monthly horoscope and that article, How Deep Is Your Fear? All right, thank you for tuning in wherever you may be. On the internet, please do visit planetwaves.net and planetwaves.fm. We're advertising free, reader-sponsored media. Check out what we're doing. It's pretty good. I think it's worth supporting. And personally, I like looking at at least one website that is not pelting me with advertising wherever I go with pop-ups and things like that, and, uh, Google AdWords and AdSense and all this crap. And we try to keep your reading environment calm and peaceful and honor the fact that our relationship is just between us without Google or anyone else getting involved and telling me what to say and not say to you. All right. Have a lovely weekend. Um, thanks for uh, your patience with the late update. And I'm planning to be back with a new edition on Tuesday. Thanks for listening. Stay in touch. <laughs>